All right, welcome back to the Savant Podcast. This is episode 32, and we have a special guest. But before we introduce him, I'm just going to introduce him myself quickly. Uh, so we have Jay Spizzy, uh, Issues brother, Issues cousin. Uh, he's a 19-year-old artist, rapper, and producer uh, from Staten Island, New York, originally from Brooklyn. Uh, some projects that he's released in the past, I should say, the Summer Pack, which dropped on June 20th, 2021. Uh, features songs such as Summer Wave, Sun Cinna, and Summer X. And then some of his other solo tracks uh, include Rainy Days, Two Fly, Roses, Skate, IYU, Notice, and Brackets. And you can find those on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And then he also appears on some tracks of guests we've also had on the podcast. So he's on Weatherboy with Random Newspaper, uh, Jetlag with Anna Lunda, who we've had on before. And then Love Affair with Issue, who you guys, you've heard that song on this podcast a few times. And then he's also on Outside uh, with Anna Lunda and Issue. And actually, one of my favorite tracks from you guys, uh, Reunited and Passion, Pain and Persistence, uh, which I love. But thanks for coming on, Jay. How are you doing today? Glad to be on. Glad to be together with my peoples and, you know, another day. Awesome. So today we're going to break down uh, your new EP, Life Goes On. Uh, so this dropped on November 5th of this year and has uh, six tracks with the only feature being issue. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, let's tell everyone uh, when you started rapping, producing and writing and yeah, what made you, you know, want uh, to go down in the artist route? Kind of like when I was younger, I always used to just rap and like, you know, not take it seriously. Actually, it was just like something that just came on to me. Like, you know, I was young. I was about like, I was in high school, probably like sophomore year, and I just got on GarageBand and I made something like, you know, stupid, but I just started rhyming and just came on naturally. I used to be into like videos and like YouTube. I had a YouTube channel, but you know, I stopped it, but I started to rap and produce, but it's pretty much where I started. Yeah, I actually saw on your IG yesterday, you reposted, it was a garage, you were making a GarageBand beat from three years ago. Is that like one of your first beats that you were created? I think it's way before that. I mean, I made a beat way before that, but that's like one of like when I was getting used to it. I think when I first started, I didn't even know how to like use the program at all. So I, I can't say that's my first beat, but that's one of like the several beats I made when I was doing GarageBand. Awesome, awesome. But uh, before we get into the EP, let's break down uh, your relationship with our other co-host here, uh, Issue High. I know you, so you're in Staten Island right now, but it says on your Spotify, you're originally from Brooklyn. So just take me back into the relationship of you guys in the last, yeah, your whole lives. Yeah. So I was in, I was born in Brooklyn and I was raised in Brooklyn. When I was five, I moved over to Staten Island, New York. I used to live in Flatbush. I don't really remember much, but I just remember used to live in like a big building and stuff like that. But uh, then I moved to Staten Island, grew up here, met Issue. And, you know, we lived together for a while and, you know, he was my brother. And, you know, like as he talking his songs, you know, he's like he has a family and he was my stepbrother. And we weren't even in the music back then. We were just like, you know, messing around like we both had like PSPs and everything. Like I remember those days like we had like, you know, we used to just play a lot of video games like Mortal Kombat. And it's funny because in Envious, we had like a Mortal Kombat, you know, laugh in the beginning. We used to just like joke around and, you know, issue used to be my brother. You know, I always love him. But then, you know, we parted ways. I grew up in Staten Island. He went back to, I think, Brooklyn or I'm not sure where he went back to. But we parted ways. And then, you know, I think I didn't have him on Instagram for a while. 
And then I found them on Instagram, I think. And then I followed him and then I realized he does music. And then, you know, we came back, you know, like it's kind of crazy how we parted ways and then music brought us back together. We were always together, but we weren't always talking and stuff. So we both do music now and um, we're both pretty good at it. So, you know, it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, Issue, anything you want to add in there? I was just going to say, like, yeah, Spizzy is like my big brother. It's kind of like that Jay-Z, Kanye type relationship. And, like, kind of like to piggyback on what he said, like, we were just, like, playing video games, uh, riding bikes, going to sleepovers. Like, music music was there, but, like, it wasn't, like, something that we were really doing. Like, we would play around and rap and stuff like that. And once we, like, went on our own separate paths, for me, from my point of view, it was, like, crazy to see how like our paths split into two paths but then started to align again with music because like I never thought that he like he'd be in the music and I've always been into rap and I always wanted to rap as well but I just never felt like it's something I could really pursue and take serious like we were told like stay in school go to college get a job to stand the third so I kind of into I had that mindset I never really thought about you know doing music and stuff like that and with um some of my cousins on my father's side, like they, they did music. Uh, I had uncles who did music and they would rap and stuff like that. And uh, 2018, when I started actually showing people that I rap, they would, you know, go to the studio. I want them to take me. They'd never take me. They'll tell, they'll give me, they, they give me any excuse in the book for them not to take me. Spizzy was actually the first person who helped me record my first song. Reunited was the first song that I've ever recorded. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at today because I had family members who wouldn't want to, you know, who just didn't want to entertain my whole uh, desire to do music. And if it wasn't for Spizzy, I wouldn't be here. And now, like, thanks to him and, and with the help that he he's provided with me, I feel like I could go bar for bar with any of them in my family now. And if I wouldn't be at that level I'm at if it wasn't for Spizzy. So I just had to uh, let that be known. Damn, well, that's amazing, guys. Uh, but let's get into Life Goes On. Uh, so we're going to start off with the intro track here, and we're going to play that for you guys. But I hope you guys enjoy. Been by myself lately, lonely done made me Life doesn't phase me, this SOB raised me My niggas on the corner, they been trapping it lately Don't know which damn way to go, I think I'm going crazy Save me, haven't been myself, I lost my baby Maybe, love is not for busy, I'm so angry I blame me for everything I said, still trying to move on But it's stuck up in my head, keep on going on and on Think it's time to go to bed, when I wake up in the morning I be feeling so dead, only miss you when you gone So I gotta look ahead, started putting down my phone just to focus on the bread, just to focus on the I'm just a chill ass nigga, bro. I ain't really got no friends. The niggas I fuck with, I don't call them my friends. I call them my bros, and I only got like three of them. I ain't really got no bros, my nigga. I don't fuck with nobody. Like a lot of people, they always be like, nigga, you switched up, you did this, you did that. Now that y'all niggas see me doing something, y'all see me finally doing something. Now all of a sudden, y'all niggas wanna feel some type of way. But y'all wasn't there when I was struggling, though. Where was y'all at when I was struggling? When you broke, bro, niggas ain't gonna be showing you no love. But they don't never see you uh, grind. 
Working a job that I hate, gotta put food on my plate Bitches is flaking on dates, broken, I cannot relate to the riches Chasing digits, I gotta mind my business Cause the rap game keep a nigga out of eyewitness news Never had a father just to come and tell me what to do At a point up in my life where I'm just young and been confused Stuck up in these situations like I'm rolling in some glue Niggas seeing I'm achieving, I can tell this who is who Life can hit you when you blue, sometimes you feeling brand new Trying to make my mama proud, but I ain't really feeling school Eyes open when I sleep, so I never really snooze Dig myself up out the dirt, even when I fucking lose Definitely fire, man. Uh, the intro, yeah, it's, it's a lot to go to that song. Um, I'll explain it. The intro is basically like, you know, the intro to the EP. And it's like, man, it's like when I first created it, it's like I started off with the first part of the song, like the slow part. You know, I was sitting on that for like, you know, a couple months. And I was like, man, how do I end this? But really, it was like I wanted to put more singing into it and like, you know, give it a more melodic way because I'm always rapping. So I feel like I have like two of like, you know, two things to work with. But then I want it to be very truthful, like when just open up the EP, because when you think about life goes on, it's like it's life. And, you know, we all have ups and downs. So I wanted to like introduce whoever listening into my life and like what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with and how I feel at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll start with the first part of the track. And actually, before I get to that, you produced all the beats on this project, correct? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. Before I ask that for every single song, if you produce this, I thought I'd get that out of the way. But I love how you're you're kind of breaking down the friendship complex. And I think a lot of artists go through this, whether you're a podcast creator, you create music, you create, you paint, you make t-shirts. You know, Issue has talked about this quite a bit on the podcast where you feel like you have friends, but then once you start creating and stuff, they're not supporting you anymore. And then it feels like you have no one there for you. And I felt this way. Issue has felt this way. You know, when we first started the podcast, you know, the, the amount of listeners we would have or, you know, even last year when we were breaking down Issue Spotify, I think he was something like 11 monthly listeners. And, you know, now he's up to something like 800. So it's like, Break that down for us. And how is that? Is that something that you still go through right now? Or was it something, you know, earlier on when you first started creating? <laughs> Early when I first started, it was like, you know, everybody is all oh, like golly and stuff like that. But um, mainly it's like starting to happen around now because it's like life goes on. Is like I say, like when I dropped Sun Cena, the music video for Sun Cena, like it started happening there because it's like. You know, I see a lot of people that, like, you know, I haven't talked to in a while. And it's like, you know, it's a lot of, like, words like we, we, like, we're going up or we're going to, like, you know, no disrespect to anybody. But it's like, you know, like, if you weren't, like, supporting, and I didn't make it anywhere yet. But it's like, you know, I have family members saying, like, yo, I need to be a manager. Do you have a manager? But they're joking. But, you know, some jokes are very, like, you know, like, serious, like, it's serious, but it's not serious. So, and you have like, it's a lot of stuff. And it's like, some people say like, you know, put me in, you know, the EP, but it's like, you know, you don't rap. I mean, at least send me a verse or something, but you know, it's a lot of stuff. Um, But you know, it's like, it's always like that. You know, some people like with you someday stab you in the back, but you just got to keep moving. Yeah, definitely. I think 
all of us are, you know, pretty close issues still in high school, but we're pretty close to being removed from high school. And I think as I get older, you know, they always say, you know, there's always death and taxes. Those are the two guarantees. But I think another guarantee is you always you'll lose friends, you'll lose close friends as you grow up. And that's, and that speaks to life goes on is you'll you'll lose friends, but life does go on. And you know, there's always people that will try to be in your corner. But it's interesting that you break it down. But before we move on to the next song, so at a minute 25, when you know, you go in uh, for the last uh, verse, and you say work in this job that I hate. Uh, so just break down potentially, you know, what job are you talking about in that situation? And what other jobs have you had uh, so far in your life? The job that I'm working right now is like a retail job. We know like $15 an hour is like, yeah, it's not the best. And like, like you said before, like, you know, when you get, when you get out of high school, it's like, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that you knew that it's not going to be there. And like, I'm fresh out of high school, not fresh. I'm supposed to be in my second year of college. So I'm already seeing it. And once you get into college, it's like, you know, people is like all ages, you know, people coming back, people just going in. Some people don't even know what they want to do. So like it, they can't really focus on playing around. It's really like the real life. And um, going back to what you said is like, yeah, working a job that I hate is like I'm working at a $15 uh, an hour job. And it's like it's hard to save money. Sometimes you got to eat. Sometimes you got to, you know, I got a car. So it's car insurance. And it's like, you know, it's, it's not very like what you want to do. And, you know, when you want to do music, you have to get off that job and then do it afterwards and it's going to be like you're working non-stop but it's all a sacrifice everything you do is a sacrifice so but yeah awesome but this brings us uh to the next track uh so envious so this has uh the feature with issue on it uh but hope you guys enjoy this song as it is definitely a highlight on the ep To Cupid, dreaming about the riches, it's about to get lucid. Music wasn't the motive, but no, I'm destined to do this. New shit, come and watch me sit on the toilet. Cooking with these pots and pans, hot shit, I'ma boil it. If you wanna be my girl, baby, I can afford it. Thought our mama name was Milk, just the way that I spoil it. Killer game, the witness, Jehovah. Money too fat that it can't roll over. Knocking shit back, almost never get it sober. Flow so crazy, white like Coca Cola. Owner of HB, if you talking Colton brand, nigga, come see me. Paint a picture like Picasso, we can get HD. Making hits in my crib, nigga, MTV. Yeah, they envy me. 
Nigga sour like citrus, you know the shit acidic I'm never stressing opinions cause everybody critics I still can fuck with a record label, I'm independent You flussing with a sports car but I know that shit is rented We see those issues real how they still think I'm the realest The black mama till I die can't give me up my pivot I've been writing this for a while When they gon' say my damn name like I'm Destiny's Child But if I'm Tim with a spoon think I need a Kelly Rowland Dropping films like the basics I feel like Christopher Nolan Yeah, let me go ahead and slow this thing down Can't let nobody pick me up Cause I get off on the ground and I be making it now Straight up making a sound I'm all about my currency so I be making some pounds Niggas talk too much but really I don't let it mean too much to me Putting up a front acting like she had never fucked with me Haters talk a lot but I can never let it get to me But liquor make me say what's on my mind I'm sipping Hennessy That's an iconic track right there. Fate, uh, what's it called? Envious, man. That's that's that one is like, I like that one the most out of the EP. That's my favorite song. We did our thing on that, man. They had ripped me with the questions, man. I'm ready to answer all of them. I break down the beat process of Envious, and then just speak to the, your decision to have the last minute of the track with the uh, the beat bleeding out. The beat to Envious was actually, you know, it's so funny because. The first beat to Envious, it wasn't the beat. And I sent Issue High a whole different beat. And I was like, yo, this got to be on Life Goes On. This is a good beat. Yo, lay some verses on this beat, right? So he just, you know, he does his thing. So that whole verse that he did was on a whole different beat. And I had mine. I think I had mine done already. And then he did his after. And um, so the beat that you're hearing right now, it was not the beat. So then... After that, I'm like, Yo, you know, that was a good track. So I'm sitting on the track and you know, just sitting on it. One day, I'm in the backyard of my friend because uh, me and my friends were just watching, uh, like, you know, watching funny videos in, the, in his backyard. And I brought my laptop with me. And one thing I did, I was like, you know what? I should just, you know, play around with the beat, blah, blah, blah. So me, I'm, I'm taking a different sample. I'm like, you know what? This is a dope song. Like, how can I make it better? Cause I like to, you know, take time and, you know, mess like, you know, mess with things and replace things. So I have the beat and I, I keep the drums, I think. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me try a different sample. Then I find a sample with a good, I forgot what sample it was, but I, I find a good sample with like some horns and I chopped it up, you know, you know, since you hear the dun, 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 dun. So I chopped it up. It wasn't all together. So I chopped it up. And then there's actually two samples in one. So I I had that sample and another sample with the it's like a piano it's like dun, 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 dun. so it's like I did both of them together and they and over the drums it came out beautiful. And then I sent it to issue high. I was like, yo, this is way better than the original. And then he heard and he's like, 
you know, you're not lying. And uh, I just couldn't stop listening from there. But yeah, it, it's, 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 it was, it was a lot of process in that, man. But let's get into some of the bars on this because definitely some highlights on here. I need six rings like I'm addicted to marriage. Is that is that uh, six rings like Jordan or is it's it's a play? It's like a it's kind of a play on words like six rings like I'm addicted to marriage. So I said I need six rings like Jordan. That means I want all the rings like give me all your rings like but then like I'm addicted to marriage. So it's like kind of two meanings. So when people hear I need six rings like I'm addicted to marriage, it's kind of like two meanings in one. So like they'll think of Jordan, but then like, dang, this guy wants a lot of girls too, but he also wants the money. So it's like, it's two meanings. And then probably like, probably one of the hardest sequence on the EP. Uh, I make these rappers cease. I feast like David East. I crease the whole game, affecting these lames, perfecting my aim, the glitch in the game. It won't be the same. Speak on that. Firstly, speak on, I love the David East line, big David East fan, super underrated. Yeah, speak to his influence on you, him being a New York rapper. David East, man, I always, I always love David East, and I actually got, and I actually got inspired by that line from J Cole on his um, his new album, the Off Season, and he said on one of the songs he said like David East, and I think it was Amari, was it? But he said something like David East. And he said, Envy, keep your pockets empty. And then I just heard of that. And I was like, yeah, like David East. And I like David East. And I also like J. Cole. So I wanted to mash them together. You probably know what song I'm talking about. But yeah, David East is dope. His flow is dope. Um, one time, J. Cole told uh, David East to switch up his flow. And that can always uh, relate to me, too. Because, like, I always keep the same flow. But David East, I like him. He has like a good rap voice. But one thing about David East is just like he has to just switch up his flow. But yeah, I know David East is like a good, like, you know, he always wants to get, he always like always in the grind mode and he always wants to feast. So I said, I feast like David East and I put it in that line. And then uh, the glitch in the game, it won't be the same. I think that that's probably the the, the bar that reminisces me with the most. It, it was just so memorable. And the first time I heard it and every single time, like the glitch, like, what do you mean by the glitch in the game? Is that like Spizzy coming in? Is he the glitch? Yeah, I always like to say the glitch in the game, it won't be the same because, you know, once you play a game and you see the glitch, you're like, man, I got to fix it. It's like you're playing WWE and, you know, the people are glitching out. You're like, it won't be the same now because, you know, you're seeing them glitch and it's like, now you got to turn off the game and you got to put it back on. So, yeah, the glitch in the game, it won't be the same. Something that's like, you know, when you're glitch is something that can't be fixed, something that's in the break of like the Matrix and stuff. Okay, I like that. But uh, so now let's get to issue here. So issue man, I have to say you came really hard into this track, and that's interesting that you wrote your verse over a different beat. Like that's that's a new layer I had no idea about, which is crazy. But did so you did write your verse after hearing Spizzy's first, correct? Actually, yeah. Well, the second half of it was written after I heard Spizzy's, but like I had a little bit of the the verse. Like the first half of it was made to a whole different beat, and I think it was like post the Matrix Digital Rain like project. It was like. It was like a single I was gonna release, so half of it was like for that. But then once uh Spizzy told me that I could be on the EP and I was gonna get and he had a spot for me on the EP, I wanted I put it I put it with the original beat and then I added more to it. And then once he put it on the other beat, I think it just elevated that verse. So like to answer your first question, it was it's like like fifty fifty. Like half of the beat was made for a different beat 
And then like the second half and the whole verse, once I finished it, was made for the first beat that Spizzy made. And then it was eventually put on the second beat, which is the final version that everyone uh, could hear on the EP. Okay, okay, dope. And yeah, let's break down some of your bars issue. The first one, notable, you see these issues real high. They still think I'm the realist. Love that one. That one That one was great. But then the one kind of sequence you have here, the block mom, the black mama till I die can't keep me off my pivot. I've been writing this for a while. When they going to say my damn name like I'm just Destiny's Child? But if I'm Tim with the spoon, think I need a Kelly Rowland dropping films like The Basics, I feel like Christopher Nolan. That was that was a hard bar right there issue. Break, break down that for us. Yeah, so coming in, like if I like being that I was given the opportunity to to be on this EP, I decided like, look, he gave me the opportunity to be on this EP. Like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go crazy on this. We're gonna go crazy on this together. And as far as you see these issues real high, they still think I'm the realist. That's just me basically explaining, look, I'm still going through problems, there's struggles, and these issues that I'm dealing with are real high and it kind of plays into my name, but they still think I'm the realist, which is me being braggadocious like I like I do every now and then. And as far as the uh the black mamba line, uh the black mama till I die can't keep me off my pivot. Being that Spizzy is talking about he needs six rings like Jordan, I'm like, all right, so if he's Jordan, he MJ, I gotta come in like Kobe and they can't keep me on my pivot. And that's basically me explaining that no matter what struggles, the haters or people who just don't want to see you do good whatever problems they come like come at you with you not can't keep me up my pivot it's like kobe and that was kind of to, to honor kobe as well because he did you know pass and kobe was just like very inspirational in general as far as following your dreams and doing what you want to do but working hard at it as well so i had to throw a kobe line in there if it's busy through a jordan line in there and the other line is um it's actually i've been writing this for a while they're gonna say my damn name like i'm destiny's child which is a song by the group that beyonce was in of course but if i'm tim witherspoon think i need a kelly Rowland dropping films like the basics i feel like christopher nolan that's basically me tim witherspoon is actually kelly Rowland's uh husband and you Google it, that's her husband. So I just wanted to throw a line in there, basically explain it, because as you know, like we talked about on the Matrix Digital Rain uh, episode, I was just like recently coming out of a relationship. Still, I was like in an angrier place. I was like more mad now. I've, I think I've calmed down, but I was basically explaining it. Look, if I'm Tim Witherspoon, if I'm if I'm him, then I'm going to need a Kelly Roller. I need a top tier female who's, who you can build something with, like a foundation. If I don't got that, then, you know, what's the point? So that's really that line, just me questioning where my fate lies as far as that aspect of a whole romantic uh, love life. Me dropping films like The Basics, I feel like Christopher Nolan is basically me uh, diving into how I make my songs and how my my songs are sometimes like movies and stuff like that. And I had a lot of people told me like the, my college essay that I actually wrote is like, it's like a song, it's like a movie. So I just wanted to put that line in there. And I also wanted to allude to The Basics of Refusal, like the trio that I'm in with uh, Anna London Newspaper because the the first song that we actually dropped as a collective was films by a film by the basics of refusal so I had to throw a line in there but that's basically me breaking down those specific parts of my verse like I just wanted to come in hard because I was granted the opportunity to be on this EP like the only feature I had to I couldn't let him down for that song so I had to just do what I had to do and if he was gonna come in like Jordan then I was gonna come in like Kobe his little brother so I just had to I had to do my part Okay, that whole Jordan Kobe dynamic, and you know the fact you guys being brothers—that's that's a dope, that's a dope track there. Because you know Jordan always was like Kobe's my little brother uh, from another mother. But now let's move on to Faded. So before we get into that, this is actually my personal favorite. Uh, but hope you guys enjoy this.
Ah, uh, yeah, ah, uh, yeah. Drinking straight to the face, please don't bother me. Call up my brothers, they hit up your artery. Some of the baddest of bitches, they follow me, but they gon' never gon' hit me back. Scary flow gonna give you a heart attack. Music crack, that's the reason they coming back. Sick of life, why I'm feeling so jaded. Drink away all my problems, I'm faded. Having dreams, telling mama we made it. My pockets are empty for payments. You play with the fam that we making arrangements. Dangerous move with caution. Had a couple damn bands, but I lost the auction. I was getting straight cream, not talking about Boston. Crossing me, that would put you in a coffin. Always in the stool, put the video be caught. Didn't buy my music, well I guess I shall lost it I'm faded I'm faded I'm faded I think I'm faded I think I'm faded Pop enemies, can I stop jigging teeth? Feel a walk by the knock or the vodka I need. Aqua, lick it, dirt, turn it to a monthly. Jesus in my life, better turn on that Donda. Chase a fan, but be ready for that drama. Commas make niggas blow up like Osama. Vama on the floor, think I do all my rhymes. I passed out on the floor while I'm guessing my time's up. Met a fine girl, so she wanted to line up. Faded out my mind while I'm dressing designer. You a dumb nigga if you think I'm giving mine up. Top five cards, a paper nigga sign up. Faded out my mind, but I'm fresh like a lineup. Pull up to your crib like some Amazon Prime stuff. Chillin' with your shorty at the party, baby, wind up. I'm busy, wake up, yeah, you had too many cups I'm faded I'm faded I'm faded I think I'm faded I think I'm faded All right, so that was Faded. Uh, personal favorite of mine, the beat. Love this beat, but let's start with the beat. And I want to start, you know, the last 30 seconds. Is that the same sample throughout the whole track and you're just kind of letting it air out there? Or is it a different sample entirely? Yeah, it's actually the same sample. Um, It was a part from, yeah, it's uh, Mary Jane by Rick James, but uh, it was a part and I kept how I made the beat it was one part and it's him saying do you do you and then it's like but i slowed it down so it was like do you do you and then it's like um the drums are over it and the bass so you'll probably hear it now but he's saying do you do you awesome and i didn't even notice this till now because i've i've been listening to it on shitty headphones like this one doesn't even work but when you have the donda line and then the amen ad lib i didn't even notice that till now but that actually almost made me laugh out loud but yeah break down uh the donda line and yeah we've talked about donda on this podcast before so you can also share your thoughts as well donda i love that album yeah like when i said need some jesus in my life better turn on that donda because when i wrote that line too i was like yeah everyone knows that because it was like a certain time when donda came out and then there's a certain time when life goes on came out so they knew they're going to know what time I wrote that bar in between those times. But yeah, I wanted to put something funny in there. I love when people like when rappers put something funny in the song so you can just laugh because, you know, rap can also be comedy, too. So but, you know, it's a little versatile, but 
I wanted to make myself laugh. Every time I heard it back, I just kept laughing. But I like that uh, that line. Yeah, I wouldn't even say this line is funny, but pull up to your crib like some Amazon Prime stores. I, I don't know. I find that that's a pretty amusing line to me, even though it's like a little bit hard when, you know, in the way you're delivering it. But uh, yeah, I, I love that, especially with all the uh, the memes of like Amazon Prime drivers, like throwing your boxes or whatever and just trashing your shit. I, th- I found that a little bit funny. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah. And one thing about Amazon Prime, like it's like, you know, you got that Amazon Prime It's coming the next day. You know what I'm saying? It's not just some uh, regular Amazon, you know, you know, you can get the regular Amazon account. You you order something it'll come in like three to five days. I'm pulling up tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that makes more sense. But issue, what are you what are your thoughts on Faded? My thoughts on Faded, like, I think it's one of the standout tracks on this EP, and it shows how versatile uh, Spizzy is in his sample game, because he's been sampling for, for a minute now, and I think it's definitely uh, showing his improvements with the samples and the different ways he's, like, it's definitely inspirational for me, and I really enjoyed the, how he lets the sample just, like, fades out into the ending with Rick James, because at first you, you, you can't tell that it's the Rick James sample unless you listen very carefully, so when you're listening to it, I didn't think it was, like, on my first listen, I didn't think it was a, uh, the Rick James sample because I know that song and I, I love Rick James and I listen to Fire Fire and Desire with Tina Marie like almost every other day. So I didn't know that it was Rick James. And as it slowly faded out, I got once I found out it was Rick James, it made it one of my favorite songs on the EP as well. And it shows just like the different things that Spizzy can do and like the amount of work that was put into this EP. And I definitely think he's among one of the top upcoming artists in New York as a whole, and as well as Staten Island, because I don't, Staten Island, I know in New York, the drill scene is kind of crazy, but I think with artists like Spizzy, showing that different subgenres of music can can blow up from New York, because everybody listens to drill, and that's okay, I like drill too, there's a few drill songs that I like, but I feel like we need to bring something new as well to show that New York isn't just for drill, like New York got some some artists out there that can really do what they got to do. And I think Spizzy shows that and Faded is one of his standout tracks that shows his sample game that has evolved since I first uh, seen him like start sampling and make beats. And then I actually have one more question before we move on. So when I first listened to this track, it gave me uh, some old Rocky vibes. So I just want to touch on when you first started, you know, rapping, producing and writing, what artists like inspired you the most in that period? Man, it's always a hard question. Listen, I really like Charles Gambino. J. Cole, he's always been there. Let me keep it honest to you. Except Rocky, I like him. I get a lot of people that say I sound like Asa, especially when I did the summer pack. They were like that one song. Yeah, Sun Sinna. They was like, this is ASAP Rocky. You sound like ASAP Rocky. It's cause like the way I layer my vocals, so it's like it, when it comes together, it all sounds like ASAP Rocky, cause he does like hooks with his vocals like layered and stuff like that. He's not singing, but it's like kind of like a rap hook. Um, yeah, Charles Gambino, J Cole, definitely Drake, his older stuff. Um, like J Cole, his older stuff when he was putting out. I feel like that. Like right now, I feel like his old mixtapes. And I and I wanted to um like uh decipher the song faded. I wanted to put something like a, like a cherry on top. I told random newspaper about this. I, I didn't tell anybody else. Basically, like the song Mary Jane and Mary Jane is like a play on words for like marijuana and weed. So when you have too much marijuana, you get faded. And I wanted to put and I wanted to use that sample as in to time with faded so it could have a, like a deeper meaning. But I don't think anybody would catch that. But I just wanted to say that in here now. So, Kishi, I don't know if you remember this, but I swear random newspaper tweeted that. 
Am I wrong on that? I swear he tweeted something about Mary Jane, and I remember when he was talking about Faded because he was saying it's one of his favorite beats. Am I wrong on that? No, you're not. I think he he tweeted he tweeted like kind of around the time when the EP first like tweeted. Like he does that often. It happens with like a lot of us. Like to be perfectly honest with you, when we'll tweet something and then it'll just come into fruition a little bit later on. So that. So yeah, I think he did tweet. I re- I think I remember seeing it as well because he said faded was like I-, I remember seeing a tweet that said faded. He said he told me personally that faded was his favorite song on the EP, and he said faded go crazy on Twitter and stuff like that. Okay, word. But now let's get to mirror. So this is the skit on the EP. But hope you guys enjoy this. Definitely a little bit of a you know the turning point of the album, I would say, or the EP, I should say. But hope you guys enjoy mirror skit. Come on, man. This dude never want to pick up. Bet you this nigga's phone is on D&D, bro. Damn. Yo, 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 hello? Oh, shit, you really answered. What up, party boy? Yo, what's up, man? How you doing, man? How you feeling? I don't know, bro. Ever since that party, man, it's... I've been feeling a little sick, man. Damn, is that bad? I mean... I can't even act like I'm surprised you even alive after last night, but goddamn. <laughs> Why you say that? Wow, you really don't remember, huh? Nah, uh, like, remember what? Bruh, you was wildin' last night. Like, bruh, I don't know what got into you, but you was cursing people loud, throwing stuff, fighting. Like, I, what, what made you so mad? Like, did somebody touch you? Touch me? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> This guy, this guy. I, I, I'm, I'm just playing with you, man. But look, check this out. I'm surprised your phone ain't blowing up right now, man. For real. What you, what you mean, my phone blowing up? Bruh, you and the shorties was wildin', bruh. Y'all was over here getting down like it, bruh. Like this was Mardi Gras or some shit. Like y'all was getting down like this was like 1970, man. I swear. Mardi Gras? I, 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 was, I was getting down like that? Bruh, you had some shorty on you busting it down. Like, I swear. I can't even describe what she was doing, but yo, she... She threw a back for a nigga? <laughs> Damn, I, I don't even remember half of like last night, man. I don't remember anything. I mean, hey, it happened. But I will say this though. When things did, you know what I'm saying, kind of cool down, you know what I'm saying? I did end up peeping you on the shorty, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like getting a little snuggly, you know, getting a little closer and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Y'all was chilling, y'all was vibing and all that type of stuff. But you know, I, I peeped, you know what I'm saying? She was in your ear, you was in her ear. Y'all was, y'all was getting a little, you know what I'm saying? A little, a little together, like I was feeling each other, you know what I'm saying? You know, by the time I came back to see what you was doing or whatever, Shorty was gone. Like, she was just disappeared. Like, I don't know. Disappeared into, like, the smoke and everything. Damn, bro. You good? Every time I get something good going for myself, it's somehow, some way, I still end up alone. All right, so that was Mere Skit. And just to start off, so how did this all come together? So my uh, my boy Elijah, he is actually working on being a director. He wants to write like movies and stuff like that. And me and Elijah, which is, you know, he goes by uh, Bobby Shades. But me and Elijah, we made skits. Like what I said earlier, I used to do YouTube before I did like started rapping. Like, not seriously, but, you know, little, like, skits here and there. So me and Elijah would be in skits, and, you know, we'll 
get people around that we know our friends that we in the skit and everything and it'll be funny and everything and i came up to him and i was like yo you know i really believe in your skills and in writing and everything and you know i really want to support your dream he's my friend so i'm like i want you to be in the ep i want you to write this skit for me and he's like yo it'll be my honor and everything and then he wrote the whole skit and we practiced it and practiced it until we got it down and you know sometimes we'll forget some lines but we'll just be like you know naturally acting pretty much that's how it came about i thought he was like a very good writer and everything and you know i really believe in his skills so i asked him to be on the ep and everything turned out good uh so sorry which one are you in the phone call and then which who is he in the phone call just to break that down i'm the one like kind of just waking up and he's the one like saying like oh you know the party last night you was with all these girls and you were at Mardi Gras and I'm kind of the one like just waking up like really is this really happening or did I really like you know do all this stuff he's basically telling me like you know what happened from last night and how um like how I was doing like you know how I was faded from the last song basically faded so after faded is when I you know go to sleep how I usually do it when I get drunk I go to sleep and then I wake up from being faded and he's basically we're reflecting on everything that happened from last night. And that's why it's called mirror, because, you know, when you look in the mirror, you see your reflection. So basically, we were reflecting on everything that happened last night when I was faded. Yeah. And then he tells me everything. And then I'm kind of like, you know, catching up. And then, you know, it kind of transitions. Like you said, it was the turning point. So it kind of transitions into alone. And, you know, when I'm faded, usually, I feel bad the next day. So it's like, basically, you know, he's telling me everything, but I make it into a bad situation saying like, you know, after everything goes good, you know, how I'm feeling good, drinking and everything. I feel alone at the end of the day. Okay. And then did he call you pony boy at the beginning? He said party boy. He said, um, what's it called? He said, what up party boy? Like, you know, cause I was partying last night and he's like, you know, kind of like saying like, oh, what's up? Okay, that's funny. I thought there was like an outsider's connection there for a second, but that's funny. But um, I do, okay, so now that I, you know, you think about it, you start with Faded, you go to this track, and yeah, we've uh, we've all experienced a hangover before, and, you know, that's, it's a very, you know, depressed, alone feeling, you know, the next day. So, and then I like how, you know, the next track being alone, it's going to lead into that. But yeah, just to go into skits, so... I believe this is this is the first skit that you've released ever, correct? Yeah, pretty much. It's like the only skit that I released. I wanted to make it. I like skits. I love skits. That's why I wanted to make it like, you know, beautiful. Dope. And is that something you always plan on? Like, you know, using Elijah as he, you know, keeps working up the ladder for writing? Yeah, he, he always states like, you know, you know, as we all go up, you know, we should all like, you know, use each other. Or, you know, if anything, if anybody has an opportunity, we should all like, you know, stick together and like, show each other's talents like if he has like a movie he's writing i definitely want to like show up in one of the you know movies or you know do a skit for him and act for him i always was kind of into acting so we always wanted to keep it in our, like our circle that's dope and then so i believe it's like halfway through the skit you kind of the music starts to come in and then the, the saxophone and the kind of jazz instruments which is one thing i love about this project you know the uh, combination of you know neo soul jazz a little bit of r&b and then with the hip-hop but before i get into my question about that uh yeah just break down the kind of sax and jazz instruments uh in the last half of that skit 
Yeah, the saxophone and the jazz instruments are very nice. And I always got, I always love saxophone because when you're walking down like New York or, you know, or like pretty much like when you just, it's always remind me of like late night Brooklyn or, you know, the nightlife. And I always had a thing for that. And also that was like inspired by like when I heard actually a Kendrick Lamar, like a lot of Kendrick Lamar, a lot of J. Cole when they have interludes, especially to Pimper Butterfly. He has a lot of that. And me and Kendrick Lamar had like the same birthday, June 17th. So I feel like everything that he like feels sometimes I can relate to. And it's definitely I always definitely wanted something beautiful in my music, especially with skits and everything. And I wanted to make sure like, you know, it's a real life situation, but the background music make it sound beautiful at the same time. So I always love that. Damn, that's cool. You and Kendrick have the same birthday, but, and that's funny you bring up to Pimp a Butterfly because that does remind me of it. And I think I've said this before, but uh, the week I went to New York in grade 12 and met issue to Pimp a Butterfly dropped that week. And I remember in our dorm in, we were staying in a dorm in Brooklyn uh, or not a dorm, a hostel, I should say. And I remember it was like 10 bunk beds in there and we were just, you know, we played to Pimp Butterfly for the first time. And I think right after that, we went to issue school and met him. So I think that that's pretty crazy now that I think of it. But going forward, you know, the fact that on this project, you're combining a lot of genres. Do you always plan on doing that, you know, with, you know, the beats and, you know, with your singing and, you know, the melodies and stuff? Or do you plan on eventually having, you know, potentially like an all rap, you know, project or a, you know, jazz influence project? It's not me purposely trying to get out of my genre. It's like, huh. it's like I kind of make what I feel. So it's like, you know, I'm not saying, okay, this is going to be R&B. This is going to, I'm going to sing on this one. It's like, it's like sometimes, you know, if I'm writing a verse and I can't come up with a verse, I'll probably try to come up with a hook, anything that I feel. And like in the future, I'm definitely going to try to mix because I know a lot of the greats like Michael Jackson, he had his album, you know, it was like a bunch of like genres. So it was like, I always want to, make sure I'm not in the box because I don't want people to be like, yo, why he has another album? It's not like the rapid rap stuff he does. It's not like this. It's like, I just want to make sure it's like, you're not going to know what you're going to get when you're listening to me. So it's like, I want to do what's com- coming from my heart and, you know, like whatever I feel. And I don't really put it in the genre. I just, just do it. And then if they say it's a genre, it's a genre. But honestly, I just want to do like, you know, like Kendrick Lamar, he, has like he's a rapper but he has a lot of like jazz and neo soul so it's like you can really feel like he's doing what he wants to hear or like he wants to do okay with that being said that brings us uh to the track alone I'm 
the sky view Tired of these women playing games, being lied to First couple months, not gonna lie, I was missing you Now later down the road, show your colors, I ain't feeling you Mrs. Screw, say you are best friends, but I'm really seeing other dudes Our love will never end, even if it takes me killing you Call me when you up, late night, when you feeling blue Your love is like dope and I'm the person that you're dealing to What you doing got me drowning in my thoughts I'm like a fish stuck on the hook Cause all my feelings just got caught You put the blame on me Even when it's not my fault Think I love you more than money You the password to my vote We used to link up every time And enjoy the weather You used to tell me no one else Really do it better You made me feel like I was fly Without having feathers You was the light up in my dark Like a pair of sketches All alone all alone, all alone, all alone, yeah. All alone, all alone, all alone, yeah. All alone, all alone, all alone, yeah. All alone, yeah. All alone, all alone, all alone, all alone, yeah. All alone, all alone, all alone, yeah. All alone, all alone, all alone, yeah. All alone, yeah. All right, so that was Alone, and definitely the last two songs, have to say, have, you know, kind of a heartbreak, kind of love, you know, feel to the tracks. Yeah, just let's speak to that. So before we get to the last song, what was your decision in, you know, making the last two songs kind of around, you know, being alone, but also around like the heartbreak kind of love aspect of it? I feel like I definitely have two sides to me. It's like, you know, you know, we get faded, you know, you know, we all have problems, but then there's like also that aspect and it's a big component of life, you know, it's love. Like, you know, who do you have? Who's by your side? Are you going to die alone or, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a big component of life. So uh, the last two tracks, I definitely made it like, uh, you know, sad and stuff like that, because it's like, you can't just make a, something about life or life goes on if it's not about heartbreak, you know? And I also have like a clothing uh, brand, Heartbroken Apparel. Yeah, the last two tracks had to be sad because, you know, you're turning up or, you know, you're faded or, you know, there's people that envy you, but you also need the sadness, you know? Especially it was the last one because people put faded or like, you know, all the lit stuff up in front of you. But when you get alone, when you when we start going to the last tracks when everyone's not looking, you start getting sad, you know, you start really putting out your emotions. So it was like, 
it's all ordered in the right sequence. Okay, and then before we get to some of the bars on this, your flow on this track, I don't know, I feel like it's the most, I wouldn't say it's super different from all the other tracks, but it's the most unique. I don't know, it gave me a little bit like, and I know this is this might not be the biggest compliment because he's like a meme rapper, but Lil B, like a little, like the flow line, the sequencing, kind of the, the breaks, almost like had like, there was like breaks between each word. It just reminded me of that, but I loved how you had like the R&B feel where you're singing the hook and then you you took that approach on the flow. Like what was the reasoning behind that and switching it up? And do you agree that I need a little bit little B in there or not? <laughs> There's definitely some little B in there, man. <laughs> and um, when I uh, switched up the flow, I kept it easy going because, you know, I wanted something you can definitely like ride to or like, you know, because a lot of the other tracks were like, you know, a little bit more up up tempo. So I wanted to keep it like, you know, a little like, you know, smooth going and easy to learn the words and the flow is like, it's all easy going. And also like, I wanted to put like easy, cause like when you listen to something like envious or faded, it has some like, there's some people that just won't get the lines. So alone would be like a, like a very easy song to get or like an easy sing along song or like to ride to or something that, you know, would be a surface level catchy song. Yeah, this is definitely the track. Once we have down the line the Savant Festival, this is the track that everyone brings their lighters out uh, when Spizzy comes on the stage, uh, for sure. But uh, issue, let me get you to chime in on alone. And as you know, after the skits, you know, we're kind of going to those. And and actually, I want to get your take on what Spizzy said about you know having all that lit stuff up front but then when you know you strip away that stuff being alone and you know feeling that heartbreak and those you know those problems that everyone deals with yeah i want to start this start this off by saying like the the ep ha as a whole kind of it kind of mirrors the the human interaction in general and yeah like a lot of the lit stuff is put in front of you and we're seeing with that on the tracks like that and if you pay, if you if you really listen closely and pay attention to alone, he still sounds faded, which is kind of carrying the energy from the track, from the I'm sorry, not from the track, from the skit into the new new track to kind of show that when you're faded, you're not just gonna be um sober, you're not just gonna be in a place that you were before you got faded. It's it's a slow transition, and we see that throughout the track. And I think this definitely takes on that love tone um, and the, the heartbreak aesthetic that it has. And I enjoy that because it shows, you know, it's really showing that like everybody's going through this. And, and when I listened to it to the, to the first for the first time, I'm sorry, it really resonated with me because it's like, all right, so it's busy. All right. I'm not the only one that's going through this. Busy has experienced some shit, too, even though he may may have not have just outright told me through the music. I, I, I kind of get that understanding. And, and the fact that this song is about love and it's from somebody who I'm close to like that was busy showing that I'm not the only one going through it. The songs help. It helps me, uh, you know, feel that maybe everything is happening for a reason. Everything that's happening is uh, happening to teach you a lesson. And eventually whatever type of romantic situation I'm in, things would be different, but everything is just a learning curve. And this song really helped me when I first listened to it because it shows that, all right, I'm not, I'm not alone and I'm not the only one going through it. And this song, it, it really has helped. And I just like how it, it, it just keeps everything in the same, it keeps everything flowing on the same wave. Like, it's just like, it's crazy. It's just crazy how he constructed it together. But I really enjoyed uh, that song as well on the EP. Yeah, and then before we move on, probably one of the highlight 
bars on this. Your love is like dope and I'm the person that you're dealing to. I uh, definitely <laughs> laughed at that one. I forgot, totally forgot to talk about the beat though. A lot of detail in this beat. Like especially, I don't know if you can speak on this, but at two minutes, like keys come in. It's like, I, and I don't know if they were originally at the beginning of the beat, if you just like me raise the volume a bit. But I don't know, when at two minutes when the, there's these keys that come in and I and then they kind of go away after like 20 seconds or so. Uh, but that was my favorite part of the song. Uh, I don't know if you can speak on that one. Yeah, most definitely. Those keys, I like to put, I like to play with people like, you know, it's like, yo, I like that part. But it's like, it's always like an outro. It's like, it's like you know, you hear a song and you, you hear the outro. It's like, man, I like the song, but I love the outro. You just keep playing it back. So it's like, I like to put in certain parts where people hear like, yo, I love that part, you know. And it, it don't have to be lyrics. It could just be like the way the beat switched or what came in or what came out is like, you know, and yeah, definitely for this alone, I definitely like, you know, some of the beats I sample this, I didn't sample that much. I just, you know, had keys and I made it from the bottom and up and some of the other songs I made from the bottom and up, but yeah, I definitely put some keys in there and I took it away for a little bit. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. But this brings us to the closer of the EP. So this is, I uh, love you the same.
All right. Well, that concludes Life Goes On, the EP by Jace Busy. But that was Love You the Same. Yeah, you know, speaking on, you know, to the last track, the detail in the beats, a lot of detail again on this beat. Uh, let me start off with the, is it hey, oh, or is it just oh? It's hey, oh, I forgot what song. But when I heard it, when I made the beat, forgot what it was. But it was like, I didn't know the song, but was it hip hop parade? Ho, it's that song. It's like, I forgot what it was, but it's definitely that song that goes hip hop parade. Ho, and I was like, when I finished the instrumental, it wasn't in there. I'm like, you know what sound good? That would sound good. And I just chopped it up. It took me a minute, but I chopped it up and I put the haze and the hose in there. And then it was like, it was pretty good. Yeah, I believe Naughty by Nature. Correct. Just hip hop parade, I think. Okay. Awesome. And then closer like the minute 20 mark in the background when you're like tell me that you're certified g love that but yeah it, like the speak on the detail again even after you know you said uh for the last track how you when you notice you know someone likes a part of the beat you like to add it or if they like the outro you like to bring it back but i noticed you really messed around with the keys and the synths on uh this track uh yeah just speak on the, the whole beat process for this song it's actually funny because actually this is like finding what envious like this is like one of my favorite tracks like when i first finished the ep i'm like this is my favorite track and i guess i made like i kind of think i made uh love you the same for me because of like a personal thing but like i really re regret like not rapping on it but to talk about the beat first it actually came from you know it was a scene from boondock and uh nobody knows this but i guess who was it was it was Huey? He was talking about like he, you know, like it was a part when he got started getting deep and he started talking about something, and then the keys in the background was like so like luxurious, and I was like, man, those keys are addictive. So I took those keys and then I put it on the beat, but I actually just played them out and it took me a minute to find out like how it sounded, and I tweaked it a little bit. I actually had somebody from a uh, uh, Discord help me, and it's called uh, Corn Hub. He helped me and I asked him, like, you know, how would these keys sound? Is it the right place? He helped me with that key. Then after I found those keys that sound very good, I'm like, yo, now we need some drums. So I'm like, okay, let's take some drums. And, you know, my friend Ethan, he actually told me, you know, this drum, this drum is always used in every song and it's called Impeach the President. And it's in so many songs. I just can't, like, when you ask me a question, I can't think off the top of my head, but like, it's in so many songs. Impeach the, I think it's in, uh, I ain't never did this. It's in Wet Dreams. It's in Wet Dreams for J. Cole and Peach the President. It's also in like a Taylor Swift song. It's also in like a bunch of songs. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use, because I always told them I'm going to use the uh, the drums from Impeach the President. And I'm like, you know what? Let's try to use it here. And then I put it in there. And then it went good, like with the good, like uh, the good keys and the drums together. So that's good. And then I was like, you know, let me put in the Naughty by Nature. And then I put that in. And then I added a synth at the end, you know, just to like give it contrast. I didn't want it to be too boring at the end, but I basically let it ride out because, you know, it was basically like a song for me. It's like, you know, it's a nice beat and it's me just kicking back. So I guess Love You The Same was the only song kind of for me to just chill to at the end of like, you know, after listening to Life Goes On. Yeah. And if I have to pick like a song on this, this whole project, like a good late night drive, like, I think this is definitely the one, like just at the beat and 
yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful and on it, like props to your singing. Also, we haven't said that yet, but you've got amazing voice and it is a beautiful song. And I like how you said you made it for yourself because it does when you listen to the song and you, you know, really digest the lyrics, it does make you feel better about yourself, I have to say. But Issue, what are your thoughts on this track? I think this track, it, it, it sums up the EP perfectly. And I like the whole R&B, Neo Soul vibe it gives me. But it's also, but it got, but it has that hip hop influence into it as well. And like regarding the subject matter of the song in general, I think what it really does is it kind of just like sums up everything as a whole. And it leaves, it, it kind of leaves us with the at peace kind of feeling with everything. Because like if you pay attention to the opening uh, tracks to this EP, it's kind of like diving into not trusting people, diving into people being envious of, of your success and what you're doing and then feeling faded, uh, uh, feeling, you know, just like not yourself like you know you're just like under the influence you don't feel sober and stuff like that feeling alone so it just kind of dives into all that but what it really does at the end is it it sums it up and what loves you the same and it's kind of like okay I, I i'm experiencing all these things and to me personally what it what it what it tells me is that even though i'm experiencing all these things like i'm at peace with it like life goes on i'm at peace with it and it's like not just like love you the same as far as a rom a romantic relationship, but kind of like people, you know, people in general, like with uh, ex friends, people who are no longer, you know, a part of your your journey and your path, and it leaves you with the feeling like like I've experienced so much, so many things from from relationships to uh, friendships, losing friends, like the loss in love, and uh, struggling to to make a dream come true from the ground up with no support, but would love you the same it kind of sums it up and it's like okay i'm gonna all love you all the same much love to everybody who was on this uh journey with me while they were on the journey with me i'm sorry i just repeated myself but at the end of the day people come and go but i got this dream and i'm gonna make it happen i all love you the same and i'm at peace with everything bad that has happened to me but because i know that there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel and that song really you know really speaks out to me personally i just love the r&b vibe i think it was the perfect way to close the ep with the kind of at peace it's like the to be continued type of it gives me a to be continued type of vibe not specifically with a, a, a life goes on part two but just in general like look this is only the beginning like this is his first ep that we got and we got so much into it and with the last track, it kind of leaves us open to the realm of possibilities of what's to come. Like, we don't know what's coming. So it's like exciting. And it's like, this is this is the beginning. And now we're we're on a journey with him throughout this whole EP. And with the ending track, it's like, all right, now it's time to see what's, what's to come. But we don't know yet because we, you know, of course, we have to wait for the time. But until then, I love you all the same. So that's the vibe it gives me. Yeah, it's funny you brought that up that it almost has sequel vibes like something else is coming because I, I do feel that as well and then you could also say i mean this is also genius to the title of the ep is after it's done life goes on you know that, that that's like definitely how i feel after this entire project but that wraps up the project but before you know we move on i just want to talk about maybe some songs that miss the cuts and kind of to speak on your process when you're making a project like did you have you know, a lot more songs that didn't make it or were you set, you know, with the six songs that you had? Uh, I actually had Alone. I wanted to say, yeah, Alone was the oldest song that I had been holding on to. The songs that didn't make it, probably one was called Love is a Game. And I think I played it for Issue High. He really liked that one. And, and I had like a Young and May sample. But Love is a Game, I didn't, I wasn't really like making the topic of like Life Goes On. 
And what life goes on, I scrapped a lot of tracks and I had like one, I think I had a loan, but then I started to build up from there. Like I had one track and I started to build it up and I was like, man, and who really influenced me is like issue high. Like I told him when he first put out, uh, I think it was like a project called Freedom Rider, but I think it was like a long time ago when he had an intro and I was like, and he was writing it with the pen and everything. I was like, yo, this is fire. And when it first came out, I told him that. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna make a um I'm gonna make something like this, but I'm gonna make like, you know, my own version. I'm gonna come out with my own watch. And then but like him, he inspired me to like, you know, make projects because he made way more projects. He's way ahead of me, if you ask me. And then every time, you know, I was just thinking to myself, like, man, how does this guy, you know, do it? And like, how does he like start? How does he because it's my first project pretty much, like except for the summit pack, which was like three singles, but it was really my first project. And um I started from the bottom. I didn't know where I was gonna go. I didn't know like I know the topic because, you know, I was in a rough time in my life. Like I'm 19 right now and, you know, I'm out of high school. I'm in college. Not not sure what I want to do at all. And I know like also I have heartbreak. So also like, you know, meeting people, losing people, friends. And it's just like so much at the same time. So I wanted to like put all like my experience and lessons and like all my stress or what I'm going through at the same time. Like what am I like? was going in my life and I just want to bring it out to people because I know I heard a lot of people like my best friend is suffering you know he has a job or he's in college and you know it's all about like pushing forward you know it's like life is going to kick you but it always goes on you know some people you know they uh you know deceased and then you know we all have love for them but they we still have to go on you just can't stay in the past yeah I built it up and I started with I think the second one was intro I made and then I asked for people's feedback. And then, you know, sometimes, like I said earlier, I only had the first half and then I came up with the second half. Faded was just like, you know, straight through. I just heard the beat and I went crazy. Envious was like, you know, the first beat. I gave it to um, Issue, he did his thing and then I changed the beat. And, you know, it actually went through, Issue went through three beats. He was writing it for a first beat and then I gave him a second beat. Then I changed the beat. So it's like, it's funny. And then, um alone was a, i had that uh i think alone i had that since last year i think it was like around uh december last year well like a year ago or around a year ago two months so i had that and i remember listening to that on the plane on the ride to florida love you the same was probably like the last track made and you know i just wanted to make something you know to end it out the outro the ep and it was a great process and i'm, I'm really proud of myself that i even you know did something like that or even came up with something like that i would never thought because when I first started, I would never think of the cover. I would never think of, you know, all the track names or everything that I can do. I, I would never think that I could make a project. But, you know, for somehow, some way, I made it happen. And I'm very proud of myself and everyone that's a part of it. I'm, uh, I'm thankful for you guys to let me on the podcast, too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. And, yeah, we've wanted to have you on for quite some time. Issue talks about you quite a bit. And... We're both proud of the project that uh, you created. But let's talk about Love Affair with you and Issue. Uh, so I just want to know from both your perspectives how that you know came together because it's yeah one of my favorite tracks with you two. So Love Affair, I think uh, there was a certain amount of time where me and Issue was just chilling. I invited him over to my house so we can make some music. He gave me this, well, he played this beat Love Affair. And I was like, hey, this is a nice one. And I think he... It, it's always funny because when issue gets in the, in the booth like he just lays it out like and i'm not gonna lie it's like i'm like yo how does this guy just like because issue just does it like one takes or two three takes 
And me, I get in the booth, it's like, I got to start over. But, like, Love Affair was, like, it was pretty smooth because he's like, yo, I got this beat. I want you to hop on. And I, I really like the beat. It was a good production. And he laid it down, and he had a good hook, too. And I put my verse in, and I tried to play on the words, like, Love Affair and Love's Gonna Rain On You and then how, like, you know, people break up and how people get back together. And, I, you know, I did my part just how we did on Envious, and it was a pretty good, pretty good song. Yeah, I was sitting on the beat for like four or five months and I wrote a hook to it and I made multiple versions of it. The original version had just me on it, but I felt like it needed someone else on it. So I was in Richmond at the time. It was kind of when the pandemic was going on. And I actually, I said, right, I'm going to go to New York and finish up this this tape. I was uh, working on the last few tracks for Matrix Digital Rain. It was originally called Bridge of Anarchy. It was the mixtape was called Bridge of Anarchy. Um, but I changed it to Matrix, Di Matrix Digital Rain. I'm sorry. And I went to New York and I said, all right, I'm going to go make some music with Spizzy and I'm going to finish up, up the last two few tracks on this tape and get it ready for release because I had to take down Blue Perfect. I had already wrote the verse for it, but when I came to, to Spizzy, I decided that I think I should put him on it because he fit perfectly for that beat because like Random Newspaper doesn't rap and Anna Lunda, he, I know what kind of beats he works on. I don't think he would have, it would have been a good fit for him. So I, I said Spizzy is the best possible fit for it. Plus I've been doing a bunch of songs with Anna Lunda and Newspaper at the time and I wanted to get somebody, somebody new introduced and bring them into the circle. So I let him hop on it and the song was originally supposed to be on Matrix Digital Rain, but felt like it didn't fit because a lot of the beats that he put on, he made for uh, Matrix Digital Rain and the beats that I already had lined up for it, uh, had its own type of sound. So I decided to throw Love Affair, I, I decided to release it. I released it on, I believe, October 29th. And then uh, shortly after that, put it on the, the Romance to Ruins mixtape that's coming out on Valentine's Day. And uh, yeah, I just like, I really appreciate Spizzy for hopping on this track for me or whatever. It was like fun to make it with him. And I'm looking forward to the, the future collabs we do later on with music because I know there's a lot more to come and so many projects. And it's just a lot. That, it's just a lot that's like about to unfold. And I could just feel it in my bones, like we're we're like eventually we're in for a big breakthrough. Like something's just gonna work out. I just feel it. So I just had to have them on that track. But that's kind of how it came to fruition. Awesome. And then so another track that we've played, a feature of yours on the podcast. So uh Jetlag with Anerlunda. Uh obviously we don't have Darren here to talk about it as well, but we will eventually. But can you just speak as it's probably the most different B, correct me if I'm wrong, that I've heard you on uh, before, as you know, it's got a lot of space feel, a lot of Anerlanda's tracks do. But yeah, just uh, speak on that came together with you guys. Actually, I think uh, Issue told me that Anerlanda wanted me on the beat, and I was like, Anerlanda wanted me on a song, and I was like, oh, okay. And I mean, that, that hit me off guard, because I, I think one time I had a beat for him, but then I didn't follow up on it, because I was like, so I think I was making Life Goes On. So I got like so caught up in everything, and then he said, and Alanda wants you on the track. I'm like, okay, let's see how this goes. And then um, he sent me, uh, and Alanda actually sent me like the open verse to Jetlag, and I heard it. And I was actually in my car, you know, and I played it, and I'm like, yo, this is actually really good. And I, I just kept playing it. Like, I didn't tell Alanda, but I was like, yo, I was just playing it, like, just to like get the, like, hear, like, how am I gonna, because it was so good. Like, you know, like when you hear something so good, it's like, okay, now I have to like, like match this energy. So I'm like, okay, let me study this. Let me like see if I should. At first, I didn't know if I should rap or sing, cause I was like, okay, he's singing, but it's like, should I rap? Does he want me to rap? Does he want me to sing? And I, I just really liked the song at first. So 
you know, after a couple of listens, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sing. I'm going to just, you know, because I don't really do it that much. Like, you know, I'm probably like, that's not my secondary thing. And then um, actually it was very like fun making the song too, because like when I like actually got to show my potential and how like, you know, how I can stretch my voice and everything. When I finished it, you know, Anna London really liked it. And, and, and I was like, you know, I had to get in my singing bag for this. And he's like, you know, actually, that's why I told you, because, you know, I know you can sing, too. I'm like, wow. So he wanted me to sing because I didn't know if he wanted me to rap or sing or anything. I just did it. And then he's like, yo, I know you can do it. That's why I asked you to um, sing on this track and everything and, you know, just make it, you know, you asked me. And I was very honored because it was a good track. All my friends love the track. Like, they keep playing it and they, like, very, like, really like my part. I think that's, like, one of my best features because I think I really, like, understood the assignment and, like, executed it and definitely match the beat and the level and everything. Yeah, it's definitely a banger. And it definitely shows your range as an artist. Because, yeah, there's some high notes that you hit on that. Uh, I was quite impressed. I was actually just listening to Jetlag before this. But uh, we'll play that again for you guys at the end of this episode. Uh, but that just about wraps up uh, this episode with Jay Spizzy. Uh, but before we end this off, uh, Jay, is there any upcoming projects that you have planned, singles, uh, and then also tell the people where they can find your music, merchandise, et cetera, and maybe a YouTube channel as well. Um, right now I'm working on a, a little mixtape for you guys. It's going to drop around like uh, Christmas, probably around Christmas. And I'm going to bring some, I'll be rapping over some old beats. I know Issue does that a lot, but I guess you guys never really heard me rap over old beats. Something like a Jay Dilla feel or something like, you know, and probably going to put something that, you know, haven't made the project or a lot of freestyles that I haven't, you know, put out to the public. Because the last time I did a freestyle was Check the Flow. And that was like one of my first songs. So um, and that freestyle was a biggie freestyle. I'm going to be putting my freestyles out around Christmas and um, I'm going to be putting out a little mixtape and it's going to be some heat for your houses. Any merchandise, YouTube channel and where can we find your music? Yeah, definitely on all platforms. Um uh apple everywhere spotify all platforms and merch i do have a, a clothing brand called heartbroken apparel dropping some um new merch for christmas it's gonna be i think you're gonna drop it before christmas like a week before christmas gonna be like a heart with lights around it definitely a good design and i designed it actually for my um merch a lot of people don't know that i do graphic design also that's going to be coming out also with a little mixtape. I didn't tell anybody yet, but I made sure to say it on the podcast. And my music is on all platforms. And I really thank you guys for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, man. But uh, yeah, go follow Jay Spizzy on Spotify. If you have Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, SoundCloud, and then go check out uh, his merchandise as well. And uh, give him a subscribe on uh, YouTube. But Issue, any last words as uh, we and episode 32. Yeah, I just wanted to thank everyone for uh, listening to this episode of the podcast at the time of this recording. Yeah, uh, also I want to thank Spizzy for popping out on this episode. Like, we were supposed to get this episode done a minute ago, but thank God he was like uh, available right now at this specific time so we could get these episodes out for the podcast, and we really appreciate all of our fans, and we look forward to having Spizzy and Analanda, Newspaper, VZ, and everyone on the podcast in future episodes. Awesome. Thank you, guys.
got slowed down the jet lag I take off in jet bag Shorty got a new man I show him my tech mag Isolated new bag Violated I'ma be special, I'ma be loving, I'ma be up there, I'ma be jumping Take off and jet back. Shorty got a new man. I show him my tech man. 